One of the hardest things in our generation, and what we focus on in TP, is that what you look at isn't really the MS. That when you see the exterior, that's not the whole story. And we've seen in our dar more and more and more how we can look at somebody and on the exterior, if you have to write what you think, what does this picture, what does this video tell you about this person, we would be completely, completely off from what's really happening, what's really going on inside. The Pasuk says, oni ami. I have seen the affliction of my people, Kiyodati Esmachoyvav, I know their pain. The Medrash says, Ra'isi Loinema. It doesn't say Ra'isi I saw. Ella, it says Ra'i Ra'isi, a double ashen. For I have seen, I have, I have, I see, I have seen, I don't even know how to say it in English. Ra'i Ra'isi Asaniami. What is the double ashen? The Medrash says, Amalei Akadish Baruchu to Moshe. And when we have Rabbanim and Tzadikim who get it wrong, we have over here a medrash that says that Hashem explained this to Maishu Rabbeinu. Hashem tells Maishu Rabbeinu, achas. You see one vision. But I see two things. And he explains that Hashem said to Maishu, you see the kid at risk. You see that the Oiv Davay Dazar and Mitzrayim, Haferu Brismila, they gave up Brismila. You see all of this terrible stuff. And you think they're not going to be Ra'ilagaula. And you think they're a lost cause, a lost cause, a lost case. They're damaged goods. They're not going to be the Amanivkar. How could they be the Amanivkar? We started off 210 years before with the Shifte Ka. The holiest of the holy. Yaakov Avinu, Regal Ashkina. Okay, from that you can make an Amanivchar. But now, they're bowing to idols, for crying out loud. What's worse than bowing to idols is saying, Hashem, you don't run the world. This cow runs the world. Whatever they're doing is, is, is whatever they're, they're, they're serving at that time. And Moshe Rabbeinu did not think, was not convinced, that they are going to be ro'i, fit, for Gula. It's like, Hashem, I see what you want to do here. You want to redeem these people. You're going to have to do Oysas, Moivsim. You're going to have to turn over the Teva, the nature of the world. You're going to have to do all this stuff, right? And then you're going to do this tremendous miracle. For them? You're smoking on Shabbos. She's full of tattoos. What are you, what are you doing? This is not your Amman. It can't be. Lufisha Moshe Rabbeinu Olav Shalom. he said, Heim b'nei Yisrael lo yishamu when I go to tell them Hashem is going to redeem you, they are not going to listen to me. Hainu, not that they're not going to believe in Hashem, but they're not going to believe in themselves. They're maminim b'nei maminim. They know there's a God, but they can't believe that God is interested in me, like so many of our kids, that they think that the way that I am, Hashem is not going to be interested in me and to save me and to go ahead and do miracles for me. And what's so interesting about Pesach, about the whole story, Hashem never asked them to do tshuva. He didn't want them to do tshuva. Because then we would think now that all those miracles were only after you do tshuva. But they weren't bringing out 
the unconditional love that Hashem has for His children if you need tshuva first. So it could have started out that Hashem says to Bnei Yisrael, do tshuva. And Moshe Rabbeinu says we're having a yom tshuva, or three days fasting, like by Esther HaMalka, three days of fasting and tshuva. Never happened. Never happened. We were Ayv Da'avay Dezara, don't walk here. Go fa- somebody show her. We were Ayv Da'avay Dezara, we remained Ayv Da'avay Dezara, and even Micha, when Pestle, Micha went through the, the, the Amsuf with, uh, with his, his Pestle, with his, his little uh, on the go carry of uh, what's going on? Moshe Rabbeinu said, Hey, Bnei Yisrael, Eishamu Elai, Hainu Shal Yisavur, Shekvar Einam Shoimim Klau Ledvarov, Me'achar Shinesiyayishu Legamri. He thought that they gave up on themselves. He thought that they gave up. And they're not going to listen when he comes with the great message. Not even a message, do tshuva. Just the message of Hashem wants you. Me? Can't be. Means that inside, Moshe Rabbeinu looked at the picture and he was our leader, our fearless leader. But at that point, he thought that we were, you know, I gave up this Judaism thing, it's not for me. I grew up from, but I'm good, I'm good. I'm atheist, I don't believe, it's not for me. No, you must have gone through. No, I didn't go through anything. I'm done. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I don't need the rules and the restrictions and the consequences and, and this Rebbe telling me this and that. I don't need the whole thing. The lachats, the pressure. Chtafersnisht. I don't need it. So Moshe Rabbeinu thought that that's the way they feel. They listen. Yeah, we had great, great grandparents, very holy, but we are Oivdeavoidazar. That's who we are and nothing's going to change. I'm an addict. Nothing's going to change. I, I do, I, I smoke on Shabbos. I do this Avera, that Avera. I can never be the pride and joy of Hashem. Not me. And this is why this is so important. Because what you're doing as parents is godly. Hashem says no. Ra'oi ro'i si asani ami. Listen to these words. You only see the external. You see the tattoos and the piercings and the Chil Shabbos and the eating on Yom Kippur and the dysfunction. That's what you see. But Ani, Hashem says, I see that too. I'm not blind to that. I see that, but but I see what's going on deep, deep inside, and I'm, and that's the end of the pasuk. I know they're hurting. I know the tremendous pain that is churning inside of them that they cover up, that they won't admit to you. Maybe they don't even admit to themselves. And you think they're goners and losers and it's over. And they may think so and say so also. But Hashem says, I know different. I know it's pain. They didn't become bad. Their problem is not bad midos. The problem is not that they have to sin. The problem is not even the culture of whatever culture is making them do it. It's a problem is that they're in pain inside. Hashem says, I know the pain inside. 
אשר צועק ליבם אל השם על שפל מצבם. היידה זה חלק אלוקה ממעל? ממש. And it can never, a Jew can never be happy, no matter what they say. And we've seen how so many atheists, sworn atheists a couple of years later, and they're not atheists anymore. What happened? If you killed that piece of you, it's gone. If you could kill it, it's gone. But you can't kill it. And even though on the outside, they seem, right, they seem like they gave up, it looks like they gave up on the Ruchnius. But deep, deep, deep and down. They are full of pain. They're waiting. Somebody save me deep down. I could tell you with all the home sweet home boys, and now we have a home sweet home chat, and so much nachas, and they're making bar mitzvahs, they're making bas mitzvahs. But when they came, they said, I'm not interested in this Yiddishkeit. They drowned out their own inner voice. And we couldn't say, no, you are. I didn't know. But we revealed it. We gave them a stethoscope. We allowed them through just being nice and accepting to them and space. And there was no Yiddishkeit in Home Sweet Home. And look what happened to them, one after another. I got a call just last week from a father of one of the kids that was by me maybe almost 20 years ago. Off, so, so messed up, off the derecho, the whole story. And the father was crying. He said, he's making a bar mitzvah now. I'll never forget. He said, it didn't have to end up that way. If he wouldn't have been in home sweet home, who knows? So many of his friends are not alive. So many of his friends are, it's 20 years later and they're married out and they have who knows what. But Baruch Hashem, and that's, that's what you're doing. We're not believing the external. We're not looking only at somebody at face value. That's what we know is there deep down. That every single person has gaguim, has yearning, but it's buried. It's under dirt. It's under dirt and it's under pain. And they tried, remember and think about this before they went off, believe me, it wasn't one day to the next. They davened and they asked and they said Shema, Shema and Hamalach and Shakai Shmereni Umatzleni Mikara and they davened Hashem, please, I want to be good, I want to be good, I want to be good. And that's how he touches up what we just said at Parak and Tehillim. Shir Hamalos Mimamakim Karasicha Hashem. Listen to this beautiful pshat. He says, Hainu Mimamake Hanefesh. It doesn't mean from down here. It means from down in here. Pashib Shat, we say, Mimamakim, from down in the, in the dumps, in the bad spiritual, from the low levels. He says, no, Mimamakim, from deep inside every single one of us, Kirasicha Hashem. Holy words, listen. Even when somebody is in a situation that externally he's not calling out to Hashem, but you should know deep inside of that person and in us as well, he's calling out. And that's what we have to remember. We have to remember that there is a chitzainis, that we all have an external, but then there's an internal deep, 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 deep. 
And Hashem says, Ra'ira isi yasani ami. And we go on the derech of Hashem. Yes, we see the Averis, and we see the dysfunction, and we see the pain that they're causing you, and the pain and embarrassment that they're causing you and the family and themselves. And it's all true. And everything that the neighbors see, and your uncles and aunts and the grand, it's all true. We see the mini skirts and we see the tattoo, it's true. But we also see the panemius. And we never ever give up on a yid. We never ever think that the external behavior changes who they really are. They're as Kaddish and Tahar as every single one of us and every single one of our great-great-great-great-grandparents were. It's the same motherboard of the computer. It just fell into dirt. It didn't get actually internally damaged. The pain that they have is what causes them to be in this situation. And our job is to believe in them the way Hashem believed in us. And that's the way we go from Golos to Geula. When they see, and they know before you open your mouth, if you're for me or against me. When they see that these people believe in me. When they see that these people know who I am. And they're very, very, very sensitive. And they're very, 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 very sensitive. That's why somebody just called me this week, Amir Tzashem, they're coming to the next training. They're very good, but they said, but we see we're missing it. We don't really have the training on every situation because they're very sensitive. They know how you feel. And that's why it's all up to us. Because until we, parents and adults, can have Torah eyes like our G'daylum did, like your Rebbe did, like our Rebbe did, Rosh Hashivas, wherever it is, all the G'daylum had Torah eyes and said that Rechuk is not part of our religion. Rejection is not part of our religion. Acceptance doesn't mean that we're weak or that we don't care. We'll die for Hashem, but we'll also know how to look at somebody else without judgment. And they know before you open your eyes, which is why we do the inner work on ourselves to become holy, to use the Yudgimu Midas HaRachamim. And when we look at them with that feeling that we know you're good, no matter what, no matter what they do, no matter what they do to themselves, no matter it, no matter what, we, we believe in you, I believe in you. Then, Be'ezus Hashem, they'll be zeichet to each one of them, have refuas and yeshuas, ge'ulas ha-nefesh, ge'ulas ha-prat, mirz Hashem, ge'ulas ha-klau, and you'll enjoy Yiddish and from them.